Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. Amen. If you have your Bibles, turn with me to the book of Philippians, chapter number 4. And then I have one passage to read in Hebrews chapter 13. Philippians chapter 4 and Hebrews chapter 13. Philippians 4 verse 11. I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. I know both how to be abased and how to abound everywhere and in all things i am instructed both to be full and to be hungry both to abound and to suffer need i can do all things through christ which strengthens me hebrews 13 verse 5 be content with such things as you have for he himself has said I will never leave you nor forsake you so that we may boldly say the Lord is my helper and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Amen. I want to preach on the subject this morning, the secret to fulfilling your dreams. The secret to fulfilling your dreams. It is vital, it is very important, amen, for all of us to dream dreams. I'm not talking about just dreams you dream when you're sleeping. I'm talking about when you have a dream, amen. I'm talking about when you have something you're shooting for, a vision for your life, a dream that that you want to see come to pass. It's like a goal, in other words, a dream, a vision, a goal. We got to have those things, amen. They drive us, they motivate us, they keep us going as we strive to see their fulfillment in our lives. Rosabeth Moss Cantor said, A vision is not a picture of what could be. It's an appeal to our better selves, a call to become something more. Amen. Albert Einstein said, Never give up on what you really want to do. The person with big dreams is more powerful than the one with all the facts. Praise God. We need to dream. We need to have vision for our life. We need, amen, it's what gets us up in the morning. It what's, what's, what we, keeps us going, amen. It helps us look for the future, amen, and puts a pep in our step to see what could happen, amen. And we go so excited about it, amen. It keeps us from giving up. Proverbs 29, 18, where there is no vision, the people perish. Amen. That's how important a vision is in your life. Amen. That's how important a vision is for God's people. Without a vision, we perish. Without direction, we perish. We got to have that. The greatest source of dreams and visions and goals is God himself. Amen. 
Acts 2.17, And it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. And folks, when we receive the Spirit of God in our lives, amen, He guides us, amen, to greatness. He, he, he pushes us from the inside out. He nudges us to be a better people, amen, to see what our potential is, amen, to shoot for the stars in our lives, amen, and the combination of God and His Word in our lives create a wonderful environment for dreams and visions and goals to not only be born, but to flourish in our hearts and minds. You and I need to pursue our dreams and visions with passion and with purpose. That's where we're going to make a difference in this life. We need to go after them with all of our hearts until we see their fulfillment. Our dreams and goals and visions, they're, they're what's, what we're looking for down the road, what's going to happen in the near future or far future. And they are the end result of what we want to see happen. Amen. We have faith for them and we believe and we have hope for them. However, we must, I'm talking about the secret of fulfilling your dreams. We must all realize that from the time we dream the dream, from the time we see the vision, from the time we establish the goal, praise God, in our life until the fulfillment of those things, there are unforeseen things that we will encounter that will try to knock us off track, will try to discourage us, even try to rob us of our dream or vision. Tony Clark said this, no matter how meticulously you plan to, to the, the path of your dream, life will get in the way. There will be delays, setbacks, and detours aplenty. They are all part of the experience. Learn from them. Amen. In Genesis chapter 37, we read about a 17-year-old boy named Joseph who was the 11th son of the patriarch Jacob. He dreamed two dreams that God gave him and he told his family about the dreams. These dreams were fantastic. These dreams were amazing. But because of their obvious meaning, they filled his brothers with jealousy and hatred. Even his father Jacob was a little taken back by one of the dreams. Folks, we all need to rejoice over each other's dreams and visions. Amen. Hallelujah. I'll be glad when God gives you a dream. I'll be happy when God gives you a vision. When you say, I'm going to do this next year. Amen. I will stand up and clap and say, Hallelujah. I'm with you, brother. I'm with you, sister. Because we all need dreams. And we all need to encourage each other's dreams. Amen. Where possible, amen, we need to even help one another with the fulfillment of our dreams and visions. There should be no jealousy. There should be no envy. There should be no bitterness because somebody else's dreams came true and I'm still waiting on mine. Amen. I'm going to be happy for you when your dream comes true. I'm going to praise God with you. I'm going to thank God with you. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. I'm talking about the secret of fulfilling your dreams. Joseph was so uh, hated and uh, the brothers were jealous of him that when his father sent him to go check on them over in a little place called Dothan where they uh, were doing some things, they said, oh, here comes that dreamer. What are we going to do with him? And they had some bad schemes in their minds. Uh, and they ended up throwing him in a pit for a while to really decide what, decided what they are going to do. And they sold him 
to a slave trading band that happened to be coming by at that time and, and, and told his father uh, that he had died, was killed by some wild animal and took his coat of many colors his father gave him, ripped it up and tore it, put some animal blood on it to, to make it look like he was killed. And of course, Joseph, uh, J Jacob was heartbroken. And there goes Joseph. Amen. Uh, uh, the opposite direction of his dreams, he thought. Amen. He sold to a Midianite band of slave traders. Amen. And those slave traders brought him to a far land called Egypt and sold him to a man named Potiphar. Who was, the, uh, who was an officer of Pharaoh himself, a ca the captain of the guard. And even though Joseph was far from home in a foreign land, being kept in a place against his will, God never left him. Folks, if you got, have a dream, especially if the dream came from God, amen, you, have, you get the secret to fulfilling your dream, and God is going to be with you, and God is going to see you through it all, amen. Even though you think you might be going in the wrong direction, praise God. Genesis 39 verse 2 said, And the Lord was with Joseph, and his master saw that the Lord was with him, and that the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. And Joseph found grace in his sight, and he served him, and he made him overseer of his house, and all that he had put into his hand. And it came to pass the time that he had made him overseer in his house and over all that he had, that the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. And the blessing of the Lord was upon all that he had in the house and in the field. Amen. And even with all that happened to, jo to him, Joseph realized the Lord was still with me. So instead of becoming bitter and crying in his root beer, amen, Joseph made the best of his situation and God blessed him as a result. Then when all seemed to be going well for him, he was falsely accused by Potiphar's wife of trying to make a pass at her. And Potiphar had Joseph thrown into prison because of it. In Genesis 39, verse 21, the Bible said, But the Lord was with Joseph. Amen. You got a dream. You got a vision. You got a goal. Amen. And you stay walking with God. The Lord will be with you. Amen. No matter what setback happens, no matter what you think is, is a detour, which might not be a detour at all, but you might think it is. And it's not meshing with what your idea of the fulfillment of the dream is. Amen. Amen. The Lord was with Joseph and he showed him mercy. And gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. And the keeper of the prison committed to Joseph's hand all the prisoners that were in the prison. And whatsoever they did, amen, there he was the doer of it. The keeper of the prison looked not to anything that was under his hand. Because the Lord was with him. And that which he did, the Lord made it to prosper. So Joseph became the assistant warden of the prison in just a short time because God blessed him. The warden like pretty much said, man, I don't have to do anything anymore. Joseph is doing it all because I see that he's a blessed person. But he was blessed because of one reason. Amen. He kept a right attitude. He kept a right spirit. Amen. Praise God. He was content where he found himself until such time as a door would open for him to move on. Amen. And while he was in prison, he met the, the Pharaoh's butler and baker, who had both recently displeased the Pharaoh and were thrown into that same prison. Coincidentally, no. Amen. 
And, and then the butler and the baker both had dreams and vision in the, in the prison. And they woke up and they told the dreams to Joseph. And God gave Joseph understanding on the dreams. And he told the interpretation to both of them. Sadly for the baker, the baker would be executed. Amen. But for the butler, he would be in three days time. He was going to be released and restored to his butlership at the Pharaoh's side as the cupbearer of Pharaoh. Amen. And Joseph had these parting words for the butler. He said in Genesis 40, verse 14, But remember me when it goes well for you, and show me kindness. Make mention of me to Pharaoh, and bring me out of this prison. And verse 23 sadly says, Yet the chief butler did not remember Joseph, but forgot him. Two full years passed. And Joseph is in prison after the butler was released. And, but he still kept a right attitude and a right spirit. Amen. And I'm sure Joseph, through all of this, was saying, well, this is, I'm a long way from my dreams. I'm a long way from home. I'm a long way. How, how are my dreams going to come true? It seemed to, get, I'm seemed to be getting further and further away from them. But though the butler forgot him, God remembered Joseph. And God gave Pharaoh a dream. And when Pharaoh was scratching his head the next morning, asking for all his magicians and his wise men, amen, to give him the interpretation, nobody could do it, amen. And then the butler came in and overheard the, the situation, and he said, oh my goodness, there's somebody in prison that interprets dreams. He told him the story about his dream. And they called for Joseph. And the fulfillment of the dreams took place those many years later. By the time the dreams became a reality for Joseph, 13 years had passed. He was now 30 years old. Amen. Things happened to him during those 13 years that he would never have thought possible. Unbelievable things. And what he didn't realize until his dreams were fulfilled was that these things happened to him for a reason. And they were instrumental in the fulfillment of his dreams. God never forsook him and blessed him in whatever circumstances he found himself, even when he was where he did not want to be. But folks, there was one reason that stands out above the rest. Amen. To the secret of the fulfillment of Joseph's dreams. Amen. And, and, and why God was able to bless him. Amen. In Potiphar's house. And bless him in the prison. Praise God. Through it all. So, because through all of Joseph's troubles and trials. Amen. And, and he realized his dreams because he kept a right spirit and a right attitude. And he was content. To know that God is in control. Amen. Amen. If we want to keep God's favor in our lives, we must always strive to have a right attitude and a right spirit no matter what happens to us or where we find ourselves to be. There's a very powerful quote from evangelical pastor, author, educator, and radio preacher Charles Swindoll, who said, the longer I live, the more I realize the impact of attitude on life. Attitude to me is more important than facts. It's more important than the past, than education, than money, than circumstances, than failures and successes, than what other people think or say or do. It's more important than appearance or giftedness or skill. It will make or break a company 
company, a church, a home. The remarkable thing is we have a choice every day regarding the attitude we will embrace for that day. We cannot change our past. We cannot change the fact that people will act in a certain way. We cannot change the inevitable. The only thing we can do is play on that one string we have, and that is our attitude. I am convinced that life is 10% of what happens to me and 90% of how I react to it. And so it is with you. We are in charge of our attitudes. Amen. We are in charge of our attitudes. It's so very important that we always keep a right spirit and do the best we can in whatever situation we find ourselves in. We might not want to be there. Amen. But you got a dream, right? That's why we got to have a dream. You got a vision. You got a goal. You're not going to be there the whole time. God's going to open a door. But just be content and have a right spirit. These are the secrets of the fulfillment of your dream. Because when we have a bad spirit and, and, and we, we're, we're unthankful, amen, and we're not content, then we're going to cause ourselves grief and trouble. Amen. And God, we're going to tie God's hands. Joseph did not tie God's hands. Joseph, amen, freely allowed God to bless him abundantly because he had a right spirit. And he did the best he could waiting for the door to open. People sometimes close doors in our lives, but God will open another door. Wait on him until he opens that door and be content where you are until then. Our text verse in Philippians 4 said, I am not saying this because I'm in need, for I have learned to be content in any circumstance. I have experienced times of need and times of abundance. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of contentment, whether I go satisfied or hungry, have plenty or nothing. I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. It does not come natural for us to do this. We must learn to be content as we wait on God. Amen. I'm telling you, why we should be content? Because I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. Even if I'm in a place where I'm not happy with, amen, I can do all things. I'm going to stick it out here. I'm going to do what I can and be the best person I can be. And God is going to help me through it. Amen. We must learn the secret to contentment, hallelujah, which is a right spirit and being content. Hebrews 13, 5, be content with such things as you have. For he himself said, I will never leave you nor forsake you so that we may boldly say the Lord is my helper. I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Praise God. You know what, folks? The, just the knowledge of he's with me. Amen. Joseph said, I'm in Egypt and I don't know what's going on, but He's with me. I feel him there. Praise God. I, I'm in a prison now, falsely accused. Everything was going good. I had Potiphar's favor. Amen. Hallelujah. But he's with me in the prison, and I'm going to be okay. I can do all things through the one that's with me. I feel him there. Amen. And I know, praise God, I will, I will boldly say, because the Lord is my helper, I'm not going to fear what man shall do unto me. Man will shut a door, but God will open another door. Man will shut that door, but God will open another door. And sometimes we think, hey, we should, this is, should be a, a good place to stay. Maybe they, 
Maybe he thought, well, maybe Potiphar's house. I'll just run Potiphar's house and this is my lot in life. No, God said, I gave you some dreams. And that's not the dream. That's one stepping stone to the dream, but that's not the dream. Yes. See, all things, all things. work together. Yes. Amen. Amen. Praise Thank God. You, Since Jesus. God will never leave us nor forsake us, we should be content with what we have and where we are. Even if we're in a place we're not of our choosing, the Lord's my helper and he's going to help me through. There's a reason you are where you are is what I'm trying to say. There's a reason. Sometimes, well, you say, I got myself in the, I dig the hole and I fell in my own hole. Well, there's even a reason for that. God can teach us something in your, the hole that you dug and fell in. God can, if you'll let him and you'll have a right spirit and you'll humble yourself, God will show you many things and help you out of that hole and get you back on the path to your dream. Amen. God wants to teach us some things right where we are. God wants to use us right where we are. God wants to be a, us to be a blessing to others right where we are. And it's up to you to be content and allow God to bless you where you are until such time as he sees fit to open another door for you. Amen. 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 I know we can scratch and we can knock and we can kick and we can yell at a closed door until we're out of breath and we're exhausted. Amen. But that doesn't mean, praise God, God wants us to go through that door. We, we got to just say, hey, if God wants us to be on this side of the door for a while, let's be content. Amen. Yeah, but I know my dream's on that side of the door. It's not time yet, maybe. You just got to be content, have a right spirit and a right attitude because God can't bless an unthankful, bad attitude. Right. You can't bless it. Amen. You see, when you have a right spirit and a right attitude and you're content, amen, your faith level is going to be much more uh, healthier and better as you wait on God. The will of God is to give thanks in everything and in every situation you find yourself in. Amen. Because all things work together for good to them that love God and are called according to His purpose. Hebrews chapter 10 in closing, verse number 35. Hebrews 10, 35. Cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which has great recompense of reward. For you have need of patience, that after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. Amen. When God gives us a promise, it can become one of our dreams. Because many, like I said, the best dreams, the best visions, and the best goals come from God. Every good gift, perfect gift, comes down from God, from above. Amen. And there's so many promises in the Word of God and that God will give us in prayer and in just walking with Him. So a promise of God, amen, is like a dream, a vision, a goal. Never throw away your faith and trust in God because that is what will see you through to the fulfillment of your dream. Wait on God in your circumstance and choose to keep a good attitude through it all. This will enable God to freely bless you the way He wants to and to help you, amen, through it all. Praise God, do the will of God and you will receive the promise. Your dreams will come true. The secret to fulfilling your dreams is having a right spirit 
and being content because I know he's never going to leave me or forsake me. I can do all things through Christ. Amen. The Lord is my helper. I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Praise God. And Paul said, I learned. I had to learn. It doesn't come natural. I got to learn how to be content. I got to learn, amen, to put my flesh aside and say, I'm going to have a right spirit. I'm going to choose to have a good attitude today. Whether you find yourself in a job you really don't want to be in, you find yourself in a, maybe a relationship or a situation you don't want to be in, you know what, for now, just have a right spirit, have a right attitude, pray and believe God, amen, and wait for that door to open, but all the while, have a right spirit, amen, be a light to the people around you, and be content, and God will open doors for you, praise God, thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast, and may God bless you.